let's talk ad in the second uh, episode where Zahi's claiming to be able to interview uh, Chris here, a reversal of roles, but it's still let's talk ad with Chris Ford. Uh, so Chris, we're talking about what you do for a living, what you, what you go to sleep thinking about, what you wake up in the middle of the night thinking about and in the morning thinking about, which is the use of media in general, social media in particular in higher education. In this, uh, particular segment, we thought, uh, that you would, uh, basically talk to me, uh, but also to the entire world <laughs> through me and, and, and co coach us on the use of authentic and student-generated content in the formats of uh, social media, but also talk about the potential educational uses of social media. The floor yeah, is yours. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that's really important with uh, high school age students especially is authentic content. Uh, they can sniff out very easily you know, that very fake, overly produced content that colleges and universities used so much for so long. Uh, and, and it's not just colleges and universities, it's, it's all over. People want to uh, see themselves. You know, part of, part of the sell with, with a college or university is, is you want prospective students to be able to picture themselves at your institution. And uh, they want to see different things that, that really resonate with them. So they want to see a lot of photos, for example, or videos of students. They want to, you know, learn a little bit. You know, they don't necessarily want the come to our college, take these classes kind of thing. They, they get enough of that. Um, they, they want to hear why somebody did something. Um, you know, a lot of colleges and universities, for example, it's it's really easy to find those star students. Um, you know, you get into the big R1 research schools, you, you find the students that have, you know, cured the disease when they're in college or, you know, done some amazing, you know, scientific thing, robotics, whatever. But you know, and, and they're great. And those stories are incredibly important. But students also want to see what everybody else is doing. You know, how are our students just hanging out? Um, what are the fun things about your college and university? And that's where this authentic content comes in. And there are, are certain platforms where that performs especially well. Uh, Instagram, for example, um, it doesn't need to be that really, really polished ad. Um, it, it truly can be something that is a picture of a student. And it doesn't have to be that very stereotypical stock image where, you know, you have somebody in a lab coat holding up a, a beaker and I'm doing a science. Um, it, it can be somebody that is working. It can be a desk that is maybe a little bit messy. Um, all of that stuff is okay. It can be students that are hanging outside, um, you know, hanging around at a, a spot on campus that's particularly important. Um, you know, all of that. And and then in your your messaging and your your text part of that, you 
don't have to necessarily have a call to action every time you do something. It, it doesn't have to be always. And if you would like to become a student at blah, 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 click here. You, you don't have to do that every time. Um, Cause that's the other thing is people don't want to be sold every time they're on social media. So are uh, you saying that you don't want to stage it or, 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 uh, prepare it are you are you talking about the fact that it needs to be like impromptu and natural or or am i missing it you you have to have preparation you have to have a setup help me so you know there's a little bit of both but i don't necessarily if i'm going in and, and trying to get pictures of students in a classroom i don't really want to stage what that looks like um i want them to be authentically doing whatever it is they're doing. So if they're in a chemistry lab, uh, I don't want to clear off everything else so that it's only a couple of things there. Um, I want it to look like they're actually working. Now, uh, when I do try to make sure that if I am going to a classroom, for example, the instructors know I'm coming uh, and the instructors have had a chance to tell the students that I'm coming. You know, I don't want everybody to be wearing the same T-shirt for our college, for example. But if they happen to have apparel for the college, I, yeah, I want them to be wearing that. I don't want them to be wearing another college or university's T-shirt when I'm there. Um, that is the extent of what I really would want to do with staging. I don't... I don't want to do something where I'm I'm really faking something because people see right through that. Um, and, you know, colleges did a lot of that for a long time that, uh, you know, they'd pull together a group of students that may not hang out together uh, to show a lot of diversity. Right. And like everybody could see that and be like, no, this nothing about this feels like it actually happened. Yeah. So how do you, how do you, with that in mind, let's say I'm teaching a class and we talk to teachers about the lecture capture approaches. We talk to them about the vignettes that support the students. Can they use that uh, social media approach to providing that instructional moment and the, the other side of this is, um, in my mind, is how can we avoid the appearance of that smiling staffer helping a smiling student as opposed to the genuine help? Um, so go, because, because it's all in, exciting and I know nothing about it. Yeah. So I think, you know, you, you talk about a lecture capture and how many people uh, sit down in a class and listen to the professor for 50 minutes straight. Like it, it shouldn't happen anymore with with how we do our lectures. So, you know, the same thing is if you're putting a, a lecture online, people don't want that. And, you know, I've known of people that, oh, well, nobody's watching. So I'm going to embed a quiz partway through and that's going to force them to watch. And every student hates them. Um, so you can take that social media approach, distill down something into finer components. So uh, 
let's say you have this little tidbit of, you know, in a history class, for example. Uh, maybe I do a one minute long video about a particular thing, you know, whatever that may be. And I'm hitting the highlights there. And that goes against everything we do in college where it's like the longer you can write on something, the better. Uh, but if if you can do something that's really good, really entertaining, you've reached students in a different way um, and, and they may retain that information better. On the flip side, talk about an opportunity where, you know, for years and years and years, the way that, that we would often teach and get students to show their knowledge is we would assign them a paper. Um, and, you know, why not take that and, and approach it differently and say, OK, I want you to do a series of TikTok videos about the civil rights movement uh, and and hit on some of that information um, or, or, you know, I want you to show how to solve these equations in a series of TikToks in my math class. So, you know, there are opportunities to do that. Now, the thing that we haven't talked about at all uh, here uh, in in and we're running short on time now, but uh, and that is that student generated content. So I think we'll slide that into our next thing about how to be very successful in, in social media, because there's a lot of room for student generated content within official college and university platforms. That's another episode of, of uh, Let's Talk Ed uh, upside down because I am uh, asking Chris the questions and setting him up to uh, hopefully teach me and maybe you through that. Uh, join us here on YouTube on our channel or wherever you get your podcast. Let's Talk Ed with Chris Ford and yours truly, Zahia Tala. <laughs>